Welcome to the Bethlehem Missionary Baptist Church podcast for Sunday, December 15, 2019. Today, Dr. Hutchins' message came from Numbers chapter 6, verses 22 through 26. The subject, the commandment of a blessing. Three key points to remember. Number one, render sacrifice. Number two, remove shoes. And number three, receive something special. We pray that you are blessed by this message. I need a right now blessing. I need a right now blessing. I need Somebody on this side. Somebody. 
don't have to go that far to get to it. Numbers chapter 6. I want to commence reading for the benefit of greater and for the sake of my subject. I want to commence reading in verse number 22. When you get to your own praying ground, you can read Exodus and Numbers and continue to read. And like I know that you do, and I trust that you do, and I will receive the fullness of the blessing of God. Numbers chapter 6, 4 to 7, verse 22 reads thusly, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Aaron and to his sons, saying, On this wise ye shall bless the children of Israel, saying unto them, The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Thank you. You may be seated. We're still trying to cap off that word peace. We've been talking about that all month. And I want to talk about this morning the commandment of a blessing. The commandment of One of the challenges of our understanding of God is the view of our blessings. That for some reason or another, we relegated what we've done is relegated blessings to be all about the material. That we look at blessings from the standpoint of that which is tangible. That what we can put our hands on. And so we have a tendency to gauge blessings on what we have in so much that if we're not careful, even our dreams and our visions that we have can become skewed by our pursuit of the material. We're not careful, even this time of the year, we'll, we'll make God a cosmic Santa Claus and see nothing in God that is spiritual and everything in God becomes temporal. Now I want to say that, that when we make God this type of tangible being, what we do is we do what the children of Israel did in Exodus 32 when they asked Aaron uh, to break off the golden earrings and fashion them into a golden calf, one they could see because for them that golden calf brought more tangibility to a God that seemed more abstract and metaphysical. Y'all gonna help me? I, I want to suggest today the very fact that you have or you drove up in an automobile. 
The very fact that maybe last week you went and got an automobile does not mean that God blessed you. I'm going to get some kickback right here. I'm going to back it up. The, the, the very fact that, that just because you ride down the road uh, in a 19 Lexus or whatever you have does not necessarily mean that God bless you. But, but the fact that you walk to the car. That's the blessing. We ride around and stuff, and, and the first thing we want to say is, look at what God blessed me with. And, and maybe, hopefully, that, that's the key. Let me tell you, that, that's some stuff anybody can get. I mean, the, the, the one that's unsaved can get a brand new car. that was disciplined with their money. And, and they had a decent credit score and, and you went and filled out a loan application and the folks said uh, that, that you met the context of what they were able to do for you. But it's not necessarily a blessing maybe that God wanted you to have. Because if, if we're not careful, we, we can make everything that's physical and material, the blessing of God, not realizing uh, that God blesses on a whole nother plane. He, he, he blesses our, our brother deacons uh, on a whole nother dimension, a whole nother level. Now, don't get me wrong. God has created everything in this world for us to richly enjoy. Let me back it up because I don't want y'all to cut me off. I believe that the earth is the Lord's uh, and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell. I mean, I believe that. I, I believe that there are some, some, some human needs that we all have that, that, that God is a giver, if you will, uh, of every good and every perfect gift. I believe that. Now, don't get me wrong, there are some blessings that, that can come from God, but I think that we have relegated and limited God to one category. Not understanding that there are some blessings that your credit score can qualify you for. Y'all ain't saying that to me this morning. That, that that's some blessing that God can give you, that your degree on the wall can't qualify you for. That, that, that's some things that you have in your life that you can't explain. You, you, you can't show it to people. If you wanted to talk about it, you really couldn't talk about it. You wish you could. But the only thing you can say is that God woke me up that morning and he greeted me with fresh perspective of a brand new day. And when I think about it, this text is very powerful because when we look at the people of God, Look at it, and how, how God promised Abraham that he would multiply uh, uh, Abram's seed as a star of heaven. That, that, that was a, a messianic promise. Even the Messiah would come through the lineage of Abraham. We see Abraham being the father of the faithful. We, we see Abraham and his nephew Lot. But they were supposed to separate initially and didn't do it. But, but, but how God blessed them to go in separate lands. And a lot, what he did, he took the land that, that was plentiful, that was beautiful. Uh, and, and, and Abraham, he took up that, that old rugged land. 
that, that, that healer, man, a man that, that didn't really look so beautiful to, to, to the eye. Uh, but, but look how, how God blessed Abraham with people with livestock and with wealth. And people look at that simply to suggest that Abraham's blessing. And the proof of Abraham's blessing is in who he is uh, and what he has. Uh, now, all of a sudden, I want the blessings of Abraham in my life. Uh, and many people who talk about the blessing of Abraham uh, talk about that because they look at it from the perspective of stuff. Y'all make me work hard today. I, I, I mean, but I believe that, that God is raising up another dimension. That's right. And I believe that he's raising up another level in our lives to say it's not about what you can acquire physically or materially. There are some blessings that, that, that come from God, y'all, that money can't buy. That there are some blessings uh, that, that, that you can get uh, that, that your credit can give you. There are some blessings uh, that, 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 that God can give you. You know, I'm trying to get to the point in my life that I've got there that I'm not really looking for God to give me a whole lot of stuff. I mean, it's not about stuff all the time in our lives. I, I mean, it's good to have stuff. Material is good to have, but the blessing that I really want from God, and I try to speak over all of your lives, because what it did for me, it took my life and my faith to hold it up. And, and, and that blessing is recorded right here in this book of Numbers. It's significant because if you look and you read and you study it, one would think that the God by now would no longer want to bless these folks. Just like, you know, you know how we do God? So, I mean, somebody would think God ain't really got no business blessing us. I mean, let, let's look at it. You know, they look at it. They had been in slavery and bondage for 430 years. God raised up Moses and and tell Pharaoh to go out, go out and tell Pharaoh, I said, let them go, let them go. God brings them out of Egyptian captivity. And they come out eventually and find themselves in the Red Sea. And all of them, they get to a place, and look what they begin to do. They begin to complain. And they have a desire to go back to bondage. Rather than to wait on God to expose them to the glorious possibilities of a new day, even their appetites were based on what they had back in captivity. They, 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 they better not, not die searching for promise. They said, take us back down into captivity. Well, we can get the cucumbers and, and, and the onion of captivity. They said, we, we even love the food that was back They, they, they said, uh, we, we, don't, we don't care nothing about uh, uh, the prosperity and, and posterity. We don't care about the process. We don't want the process what God has before us. We would rather stay stuck where, where we were, and they slapped God in the face uh, with their complaints and criticisms uh, a few days after God had just brought them out of captivity. They turned And they, they go on a whoring after other nations. And God had just told them, I'm a jealous God. 
shall have no other God. But in spite of their perpetual disobedience, y'all, in spite of their turning away from God, God says, I need you to do something. Moses, I need you to call me of the priestly order of your day. To do. And what I want you to do, I, I want you to call the descendants of Aaron uh, because I'm going to make Aaron's descendants uh, have the posterity of being priests uh, to rule my people. I'm going to allow the kings to come up. I'm going to allow the judges to come up. But, 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 but I'm going to allow the descendants of Aaron to be the one who will minister and, and for the spiritual needs of Israel. I need to do something for my people. But I can't do it through you, Moses. So he said, Moses, you're going to be the leader. But I need Aaron and Aaron's descendants uh, to be the one who has this responsibility. I, I'm going to pronounce a, a, a priestly benediction. Yes, sir. I'm going to command a blessing upon the people, but this blessing will not be for everybody. Come on, come on. See, this is what you got to get. This blessing that I'm going to command, it will only be for those who are connected to me. It, it, I'm not going to prophesy cash cribs, cars, clothes, and preacher comforts. No, no. It, it, it won't be a blessing about a man or a woman, even a babe or a boo. But, but I'm going to elevate your level of thinking to see blessings from a whole other perspective. I'm going to command a blessing in your life. Yeah. Yeah. What he said, I'm going, yeah. and I, I'm going to command a blessing that's going to transcend what you have in your life. Y'all ain't saying that. It's going to be a presence uh, and an aura about your life. Uh, it won't be uh, about what you have. It'll be about who you are. It won't be about things that, that are visible. It, it will be an invisible presence about your life. That, that, that whatever you do, uh, whatever you show up, uh, it's not going to be that you're going to get blessed. It's going to be that you're going to give blessed. You're going to be a, a blessing. I got I got I got I got ain't saying it. And, and you know, I prayed about it. And I, I want all of us around here to eventually grow and have the faith that we stop looking for blessing and say, I am it.
here to say, give me 15 minutes, I'm going to give them to you. Three things I'm going to do that constitute the commandment of a blessing. Y'all ready? He said, listen, if you're going to get this commandment of blessing, first thing that has to be, that has to be rendered sacrifice. Let's look, let's look, let's look. In other words, look, verse 21, he said, this is what I want you to do. If this is the law of the Nazarite, who had vowed and of his offering unto the Lord for his separation, beside that, that his hand shall get. According to the vow which he vowed, so he must do after the law of his separation. He says, listen, what I want you to do, first of all, in verse 20 and 21, he says, the priest on behalf of the people, somebody must render sacrifice. <laughs> See, what we want to do, we want to jump straight to verse 24. But you can't do that because there's a prerequisite, y'all. Here it is. That there's a prerequisite for getting the commandment for the blessing. You'll, you'll see it in the entire chapter that God has given them instructions. Not just about sacrifice, but here's what I love here. It's called the law of separation. Now, I can't really get into that like, you know, you really want to because that's a whole other sermon within itself. But what I can tell you is, but, but once you vow the vow of separation, he says, in other words, I told you this a few Sundays ago, you can't get elevation until there's separation. In order to go higher in God, it indicates that you got to leave something. In other words, if you're going to get on an airplane and you try to take off, in order to get the old destination, you, you can't get to New York without leaving Jackson. Y'all got that? And, and a lot of people want what they want to do. They want to get to JFK or Lamborghini without letting go of mega heaven. And what God is saying here is that when my people understand the importance of separation and sacrifice. Separation means I leave something. Sacrifice means I offer something unto God. And my question for all of you today is, do you love God enough? To separate uh, from some things uh, and sacrifice some things for God. Because if you do that, I'm going to tell you, God, that if we serve a God who has a tendency of blessing anybody that sacrifices for him. I want you to understand this, that whatever you give up for God, uh, your sacrifice for God, I promise you, uh, it will never be in vain. Since 2004, pastor since 2005, so that's almost 15 years, right? Now, 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 that means that that supposedly, you know, I had some stumble and I still have some, but I gave up the whole world at age 27 to, to, to present God to the world. Still, we all have shortcomings. Still, man, still fall every now and then. But that's what I did. So when I look at that, 
looked like, you know. And I wonder, and I asked God, you know, I, there were times I went to the junkyard a few times. I, I went to Club Buddhist a, a few times. And, and I really didn't enjoy it. I really just wasn't hooray and excited about stuff. But I just, I just, I just did it. And, 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 and I wonder, was that God's way of developing me? And, and so I asked God, uh, sometimes I had to battle, I had to ask him a question. God, let me ask you something. I mean, why don't you, why didn't you just leave me alone for a little while? Why didn't you let me get to really experience the, the really the smoking of the weed and the, and, 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 and the, and the drugs? Why, why, why didn't you let me do that? Why, why didn't you let me just run the streets in my late 20s and 30s? I, I've had thoughts sometimes. Had regrets and questions for God sometimes. But oh, when I look at my life right now. Yeah. 
epiphany. A bush now that, that will be for burning that will not be consumed. Now let me elaborate. It, it was customary for, for bushes to burn there on the backside of the desert. I mean, it was a hot desert place. A lot of things would, would happen there that, that would be combustible fires all the time. You know what? They would always put themselves out. But, but this time, uh, the bush was burning. But the laws of combustion uh, would not put this one out. And so Moses, he goes over to see why this bush is burning. But not consumed. When he gets there, he hears the voice of God. Go on it. Yes, Take off your shoes. Because the ground in which you stand on, when you hear God talking, is most, if you hear the problem, Moses, these shoes, uh, that these are shoes that a fugitive have been wearing. These shoes represent you running. These shoes represent fear. These shoes represent you living beneath your privilege. Moses, I'm going to do something new in your life, but before I can do it, you've got to remove the shoes which represent your crutch and your bear. I wish I had somebody that would help me. They, they, they represent shoes of somebody who's been running from something. Yeah. He said, now, I don't want you running any longer from something, boy, but, but I'm going to transform your life. Uh, and instead of running from something, uh, you're going to start running to something. Y'all you know And I came with this word for somebody that if you take off your shoes, uh, God told me to tell you, and put some new shoes on, uh, you're going to start just bumping into stuff. Yeah, you're you got I mean, I wish I had some help with him that because you just gonna bump into it. Uh, because God will allow the stuff to be the thing uh, that represents who you are in Him uh, and where you're going. Uh, when you take off your shoes uh, and render some sacrifices, some stuff God will just let you bump into.
you say, they're going to pour out some stuff. He said, that's going to be, that's going to be a pour. That's the pour. He said, may the Lord bless. Yes. That's the pour. Uh, in the Hebrew, that's the bestower of, of, of God's presence and blessing. It's the pouring. It's the bestower. He said, not only am I going to pour, but then he says, I'm going to protect. He said, may the Lord bless thee. That, that's the pour, right? That's the bestower. That's the Hebrew. But then he said, not only am I going to bless, but I'm also going to Sometimes y'all thank God for keeping you. Yeah. He's protecting you through things you've seen. But then he said, I know I'm not going to pull. I know I'm not going to protect. Then I'm going to have pleasure upon thee. He said, I'm going to make my face. He said, that's going to be the face of pleasure. I'm going to regard in you. I'm going to regard you in an active and a significant way. I, I'm going to pull I'm going to protect. I'm going to pleasure. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give provision. Because he said, I'm going to be gracious. It's in the text, y'all. I'm just going through it. I'm going to pour. I'm going to protect. I'm going to give you pleasure. I'm going to give you provision. Are you with me? And he said, the last thing I'm going to do, I'm going to give you peace. Verse 26. That's what we came to have. Lord, lift up his countenance. Upon thee, that is the Lord shall reflect his glory. That's what that means. That being the Lord will shine his light on you. That some blessings, that they are not physical or temporal, it's just the light being shined on you. And some of you go to work. And somebody tell you, you got to grow about you. You know, they tell me, your, your, your skin, your, your, your face, your, your, every time I see your face, you just shine. I said, I don't. I tried all kind of creams and stuff, and it's just natural. So jazz is just that glow. I received it. I, I received it. I ain't being cocky. I'm being confident. I, I received it. I believe that God has his light shining. Some, some, some jobs you got, you didn't know it. You, you went to the second interview, and they were going to pick somebody up, but, but they called, and light was shining. Well, you got the job in the first place. He says, and he goes, he says, and give you peace. How many give you peace? That's the last word. That's the word we've been talking about for over a month. He said, I'm going to give you This is God talking. I'm going to give you peace. You're going to lose a ceremony. Lift your hand. It's going to be you being used as my instrument. But tell them it's going to be me doing the blessing. Your standing is just a symbolism of what I'm going to do. See, my standing here with God's pleasure is just a symbol. It's a commandment of blessing. The, the, the priest on the people and the last part of the blessing will be peace. I'm closing. Here's what the blessing is. Y'all, this is what the blessing is. The whole, whole scripture. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel. And I 
close, but I thought about it when I was preparing this sermon. I thought about my youngest boy, Caleb. And, and him and Caleb Young, both of them, he just But they were both, uh, they are both pretty decent ball players. When they want to And I, I was talking to Caleb. I think we were going to win, so we were sitting in the living room. And he was approaching his last ball game. And I noticed, you know, some of you know that when you go through a growth spurt, which he had been growing, sometimes it, it throws your shot off. And uh, as a result, I watched him when he first started the season. He had he was shooting, he was really good shooting. He was kind of confident. And 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 a couple games he went through what we call a luck. He, he went to a lot. He, he, he started not hitting the ring. Matter of fact, he, he, the Lord called him Ice Cold Taylor. Oh, That's what he just called him. But we still told him I had to Look at somebody and tell them, I know my 